Read it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, January first. New year, new, new me. <laughs> Check with me later. Um, it's been I'm, I'm exhausted. We uh, we were old or we were young again last night. Stayed out late, past obviously past midnight. Past our bedtime. But yeah. Um. But uh, but hey, we're here. Yeah. We're here. We're ready to go. It's been some good football on today. I'm excited for this Wisconsin Oregon game that. I guess it didn't come on until another, like, what? Uh, Almost hour? Starts at 5. Oh, it starts at 5. Oh, sure so we'll get, to, we'll get to start watching some of that. Um, that Alabama game was good. You watched the Auburn game. You said it was pretty good. So Yeah, it was good. That's, that's it was good a great for, game. Um, I was we, very surprised of the fight that uh, um, Minnesota had. Yeah? It just looked like – it looked like they were – like, that was their Super Bowl. And Auburn, it, it just looked like they were just – kind of going through the motions a little bit, especially defensively. That's very interesting because it seems like they're all, Auburn's always playing for Gus Malzahn's job. So it seems like they shouldn't, if that's the case. Um, that seems like a terrible decision. I, Yeah, I also... Well, they've looked terrible in the last... I mean, last year they beat Purdue bad in the Music City Bowl, but the year before that, they got beat by UCF. Yeah. And the year before that, they got destroyed by Oklahoma. Well, they're just very week to week too. Like, I mean, yeah. anyways, right? Like, yeah. don't even take in the true. fact that you have thirty days, only almost thirty days off mm-hmm. before you play this game. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I mean, I don't think Minnesota's. I don't think Minnesota's bad. I think they're a good football team. Um, I mean, I don't think they're playoff worthy or anything, but yeah. they're they're a good football team. Um, but yeah, I. Oh my gosh, Got sneeze. Hold it. Oh, it's coming. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I didn't even cover my mouth. Whoo, flu season. Get your shots. This is your friendly reminder to get your shots. Yeah. Uh, if, like, Walgreens or CBS ever does and wants to kick back, I'll tell people to go there. So, just holler at me. We'll, yeah. We'll make we'll friends. That up, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we – we are going to talk Tennessee football specifically. Um, we're also going to look at the basketball game this Saturday against LSU. Uh, we've got – we're going to talk about more about college football, really get into it. And uh, you you beat me by one again. Okay, you took the lead. So uh, mine on Landon's little score prediction game. So we'll we'll we're not score prediction, but so what's what's our record? Uh, I'm 18 and 12, and you're 19 and 11. Okay. Um, cool, we both lost. That changed, I guess, with the Auburn Alabama. Or so we're I'm 19 and 13, and you're 20 and 12. I think okay. I believe with those last two games ending. This game, I think, will split us too. So you could either go up by two here, or I'll win one or the other. Uh, you pick Wisconsin. I think I picked Wisconsin. Yeah, and you yeah. pick. I think you picked Oregon. Um, but yeah, we'll t- we'll talk about all that. And there there are a few more games this week before Sunday. Uh, it's almost though like after this New Year's Six, it helps that Tennessee's playing for us. But because it's almost like football's over again until the college play or yeah, college national championship. Mm-hmm. I like college football because those games. There's some bad bowl games on the other end of New Year's. I haven't really. I don't know if we're. I don't, really... I don't know if we're included in that. We might be on the bad. I guess we're in the bad end. So. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about a few of those, and then then we've got some good segments for you guys. Going to do a uh, year-end recap for our Jumbotron, so be thinking of uh, your favorite. I, I, you said sports. I assume you meant Tennessee moments. Yeah, I was going to go so, with Tennessee. Yeah, I, I've, I've done Tennessee, so um, yeah, let us know your, some of your favorite Tennessee moments uh, this last de- this last year, not decade, um, year, I guess, that we yeah, did. Bring in the new year. Bring in the new year. I guess the new de- decade, too. But yeah, but oh, we did the all-decade team last, exactly. last show. Um, so yeah, we're going to jump right into this episode, but before we do that, Landon's going to tell you guys about our friends over at Commercial Bank. Yeah. Commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank and they're a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Any financial needs you may have, go check out Commercial Bank. Do it. Do it, do it. Not open today, but tomorrow, get right over to Commercial Bank. They'll take care of you. Yeah. They will. Great people over at Commercial Bank. Indiana. Man, this is like a very underwhelming game. I don't remember the Iowa game feeling like, because Iowa, in fairness to Iowa, like, they're better than Indiana. Mm -hmm. Like, always. Yeah. So that game felt. That, that's the last time we played in the Tax Slayer in uh, 2014. I guess it would have been 2015 then. Uh, 2015 game, 2014 season. Um, last time we played in the Tax Slayer Bowl uh, against Iowa. Yeah, this game is just very underwhelming. And uh, Indiana's not a bad football team either. They're eight and four, 
And, I mean, they've lost the games. They're, like, all of their losses have come to teams they should have lost to. Yeah. And then they've won every game they were supposed to. And then, I mean, there are probably a few on the schedule you should argue they shouldn't win. Nebraska, you could probably argue that. Um, Purdue, I'm sure. Other than that, though, I feel like they should beat everyone else. Right. Or should yeah, have a chance I mean, should have a chance to beat them. I, I I just I don't think this is a terrible football team. I did watch their Penn State game, which they they almost upset Penn State. Uh just couldn't hold it at the end there, but I, I don't think this is a bad football team. I don't think it's a great football team. They beat they'd win games they shouldn't if they were. Right. But they're they're I mean, a good football team. Yeah, and they they could probably say the same about us. Exactly. I agree. Um, that, that's kind of that that was the point I was going to yeah. get to is that I feel like in terms of season wise, like how the seasons have gone, I don't think you could ask for a better bowl matchup. Right, and it's it's not. You're talking about how, you, how it's kind of underwhelming, and I I don't think it's underwhelming in the fact that when you look at what Tennessee did to start the season, how they could end it, how they could send the season, the seniors out on a high note. I, I think that's two big things to look at in this matchup. But as far as like Indiana Tennessee, both eight and four. No one's just like, oh, I, I got to get off early so I can get home and watch that football game. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's big for Tennessee, just the program itself, to be in this bowl game and where they're at right now. Oh, absolutely. You can't under you can't understate the value of this bowl game for this program. And not only was it in desperate need of a bowl game, it was in desperate need of a just a a season of with new air. Yeah, and it started off so rough. It, I mean. A lot of people were scared that they saw two and ten in the in the future. You want at one point even question if one and uh, one and eleven was an option. Yeah, uh, just because we did not look good, and I think the Georgia. I think I know we're kind of going off topic of the Indiana game, but I think the Georgia game was even though they didn't play a complete game yet, was really really pivotal because you showed you could fight for mm-hmm. you know it, with some of the best for a few minutes yeah. and. Um, I also think, and the, I think it started helping trend in that putting full games together. Yeah. And it, it was it, like you said, it was that Georgia game where you started to see a fight. I, I feel like the season itself started to kind of put itself together. I think it was kind of during that Alabama game, just, mm-hmm. you know, we had, we had them on the ropes, whether they want to admit that or not, you know, we did. Right. And, and I, I think Jeremy Pruitt, you know, when he called those timeouts at the very end, of the half. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Just yeah. burnt the timeouts. Um, I feel like he, you know, just, I don't know, just became the face of the program. And not to say that he wasn't before, yeah, he, but he just, he became evolved. That, I, that I think, I think when you're, I think for the team and the fans, which the fans aren't as important as the team, but when you talk about a program like Tennessee, um, especially in the place they've been the last couple of years, when you talk about a program like Tennessee and, um, I mean, fan support is vital. That's why I think – I mean, Tennessee, that's why they have the ability to bounce back. It's, it's a program that, that has the support it needs to yeah. go forward. Um, but you talked about that, the turning point for Jeremy Pruitt. I absolutely agree with you as the Alabama game, and it was one of two scenarios that were the that were the uh, turning point for the team. First, the timeouts. Yeah. Um, and the second one was when he, when he went after the referees uh, and lost his mind. And I believe the two – the reason is, is when everybody's looking for leadership, I think the first thing you look for is attitude. And both those things – had attitude and they had the attitude we wanted and we rallied behind it. And the, and the team obviously rallied behind it, which again, that is the most important part is that the team saw someone taking up for him or bringing that attitude with the timeouts. And then it was effective. If it wasn't effective, I don't think anyone would complain about it because literally the timeouts couldn't have gone anywhere, Yeah. but then they missed the field goal and it became effective. So not only was it attitude, but it was like attitude of purpose mm-hmm. and you're going to, you're going to latch onto that. And I think the team kind of adopted that mentality. Um, we were talking with Aaron Hayden. He talked about how Jeremy Pruitt is looking for these lunch pail, you know, nine to five top dudes who want to, they're, they're here just to grind. I feel like they took on that mentality the back half of the season. Cause yeah. some of those wins, Vanderbilt wasn't necessarily the prettiest win. Um, we kind of looked like a big 10 team out there. Uh, Kentucky was not very pretty, but you won. And that's at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for. Um, obviously you prefer it to be a little bit prettier, but if you win, you win. Yep. I mean, no one's going to complain about a win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just just with Indiana, though, um, you know, they are a Big Ten team, and we were talking about it before. You know, the Big Ten is good, 
and you know they're they're still not to where the SEC is, no. but it, it seems like they are close. Um, they they probably just don't have that one top team. I think, yeah, like that one dominant team. Or and I, I don't the SEC mean, has Alabama or LSU. They don't really have that. In fairness, though, with where Ohio State's been, I, I feel like you could crown Ohio State that title of that dominant team because they've beaten some SEC teams throughout the. If we're talking just throughout the years, obviously not this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, but like how they're. So when I, I kind of just said it in passing earlier, like I feel like they're the closest to catching the SEC in terms of, um, I guess like quantity, quantity and wealth. Like well, more and, people are getting. It's not even really close. Who's second though? There's not a close second right now, but right. I think Big Ten's getting there. We, yeah, and that's because you have that one top dog in Ohio State. I mean, they've won a national championship in the last three years. Is that three years ago? Four years ago? Maybe I think it was four. Four years ago, or was it even longer than that? How long has the playoff been around? <laughs> They won. They won. Was they won the a playoff, didn't they? First was one? it the first playoff? Yeah. It was so they, Zeke. Um. So however long he's been in there. So, but I mean, they're always there. They're in. They're in around there, and they're right. they're in those talks. So they have that dominant team. Then you have Penn State, Minnesota, Wisconsin, um, has a really really good chance to win a Rose Bowl today here in just a few minutes. Um, Michigan. Uh, Michigan. I know Michigan State's down this year, but in the past, yeah, Michigan State. Um, running through the Big Ten right now. Anybody else? That's kind of it. Yeah, I guess that. But I mean, when you look at SEC, now I think we Iowa. Up, I forgot about Iowa, Iowa too. Yeah. Um, now again, I think the SEC is better. I think we're probably overall the more physical. I, I have I have faith that Tennessee's so the SEC's seventh best team is better than the Big Ten's seventh best team or whatever we finished. Yeah. Um. But they're fourth in the Big Ten apparently. Fourth. I guess in the, the way the East. The, okay. Yeah, yeah. The Big Ten East. Sorry, that's right. Um. But. I mean, I think this is a good matchup for us too, because they're not—they're not a fire like a firepower team. They don't have really anyone that they can go to. Because they have a playmaker. Yeah, they do. That is a good thing too—is they're one-dimensional. You always like when we play a team that's one-dimensional. I shouldn't say they're one-dimensional, but their go-to guy is—I um, don't even know how to say his first name. Feel your. Uh, WAP. WAP. Fill your... This is WAP. Yeah. That's terrible. They they go to him, and I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's that's their Jawan Jennings. That's their go-to guy. They're going to use him in the slot. Um, So, Sean Chambers is going to have to have a big game. Um, And, you know, maybe they do it kind of by committee. They don't just leave Schamberger on him. Well, I think that's the thing Tennessee does. I think that's the thing Tennessee does, and why you mentioned when they're one-dimensional, you like it. They can key on one guy really well. Yeah. Give them trouble. And hopefully, when we add more talent, that won't because then hopefully we'll have guys who Schamberger to be determined if he could do it alone. I don't know, but he may be able to. Yeah, um, I mean, like I said, he is their Jawan Jennings. They're going to get it to him in the slot. They're they're going to use matchups. Um, some of our linebackers have had have had issues this this season in coverage. Yeah, and he's yeah, I know. He's, that's a pretty good vertical. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I mean that that's what they're going to try to you know, game plan and try to get him the ball. But I just don't see defensively, you know, they, they talk about how decent their defense is. Defense I, is I just don't – I don't think it's good. I don't think they – I don't think they really create any, like – I think the thing I said about Vanderbilt's defense that kind of scared me a little bit is they do a really good job of creating havoc. It's not mm-hmm. like they're going to stop you and grind out a drive and get a big stop in yeah. their own territory. But they could create havoc. I don't think – I don't think Indiana can stop a big drive – or create havoc. Like I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying their defense won't get stops. That's not what I'm saying. I just don't think there's defenses that maybe don't create turnovers that often, but they do a really good job of grinding out long drives and keeping you from either in the end zone or scoring at all. And then there's the defense who just create turnover after turnover. I don't feel like they can do either of those things. They have a huge nose guard, but other than that, their defensive line is small. Like we, like two sixty small. And our offensive line has gotten more physical and more physical and more physical. Each week. Yeah. And hopefully that continues and, and we take I, advantage I, of I that. I think just having those big bodies, you know, Dominique Wood Anderson, Austin Pope, I think they're going to have a great opportunity to push some guys around tomorrow. I love it. I'm excited. That That's one of the, that's one of my things uh, that makes me even feel more confident, a lot more confident about this game, is that our play at the line of scrimmage has gotten so much better. Yep. So I feel like as long as Indiana doesn't jump out to a huge lead 
early on. Like even like I feel confident even in the fourth quarter if we're down a, like a score, mm-hmm. I feel confident that we, we we will win because I just think we're gonna be we're gonna be in that game a lot later because of the way we played the line of scrimmage. Now yeah. again, that that's relying on you not letting it get away early on. Um, either getting either piling on yourself an early lead or at least keeping it close, one or the other. Um, I feel like but, they they're gonna want to try to take advantage. They, they start fast. I think they've um, had exactly where. So the, they score like I had it somewhere, and that's yeah. trouble for our defense because I feel like our first drive is always not great. Yes, <laughs> right. They, I think they've scored twelve, which, which maybe that twelve times on their opening drive, really? or nine out of twelve times on their opening drives. Which maybe that's like maybe that's good for us. We're just gonna get that bad drive out of the way. That's gonna be their best drive of the day, and we get down to business. Like, yeah, I mean. Because if they're if they're scoring nine out of the twelve opening drives, they're scripting plays really well. Mm-hmm. If they're not winning games later on, that means they're not situationally calling things very well. But the problem is, so if we can just if we can just get that out of the way, I guess Pruitt doesn't script well, or both, and we're not executing. But if we can just get that one out of the way, and we know that's their best drive, well, now we can just move forward. So I guess I say all that to say, if they score on their first drive, don't sweat it. It's normal. Nine out of twelve—that's a lot of times. Yeah. Um, ten out of thirteen, what it would be, but. It's very obvious they're situationally not calling great games. So, I feel like we have the upper hand there then. Yeah, I mean, they, they kind of put it on cruise control after, you know, that that first half is when they do all their damage pretty much, um, which is not, you know, it, it's bad when you think that Juwan, your best playmaker, Juwan Jennings, has to sit out that first half. Right. You know, somebody that you, you know, rely on on third down. But there's know, been a lot of guys drives. Up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I don't know really who that is. I would say um, – as far as wide receiver wise, I think Ramel Keaton or Tyler Bird will probably jump in there. Right. Um, but as far as like catching passes, you know, a reliable target on third down, I think Dominic Wood Anderson would be a perfect guy to to get mm-hmm. him involved. I'm going to assume that we're going to be very run heavy in the first half, just because I don't I don't know if who does Gar- who's Garantano go to to get confident with Juwan Jennings not being there. Yeah, I feel like that's the. I mean, that's your confidence, and it's not like he guy. doesn't have any more playmakers. No, no, no. Josh no it's Palmer just Palmer and Marquez Callaway are he, playmakers. But when, it, when we're when he's trying to catch rhythm, who's he going to? Right. And we, without that guy there, how much of the passing game do you even try to get going, mm. or do you just kind of try to weather that storm? And then that's not saying you know if they if we throw a pass early and it hits, well, you don't need the you don't need the confidence. You don't need that Juwan Jennings guy because now you've got it. So if we hit early on a pass, I don't you know. Obviously, we'll stay with it, but so Indiana has outscored opponents 130 to 65 in the first quarter, and they're still get, they're still getting whooped. So I think all so now I kind of step back on my if it gets away from us, mm-hmm. you know I don't feel confident. I, if we're down by two or three scores going into the second half, I mean it's not obviously we're I think we would have to play very bad football. So I guess that should be nerve wracking, but you've always got a chance to come back. Yep, eight and four leading like that in the first quarter that's honestly pretty embarrassing. That's Bush Jones football. And and you look like they're, you know, their defense. It kind of they played some FCS opponents that they've just demolished. Right. Um, but it, you know the teams like Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State. I think they rushed for um, Ohio State rushed for three hundred plus yards on them. Um, Penn State and Michigan State all had one hundred and fifty plus, and then Michigan. They didn't run the ball that much, but Shea Patterson had over 300 yards passing and five touchdowns. Wow. Yeah, so I, I think really look to see us control the line of scrimmage. I mean, we should try to do that every game. Mm-hmm. But in this game, that could – I mean, what you're telling me by reading those stats off is like that'll win you – like flat out win you the game. Yeah, just – Like you don't have to do that and more. Just do that and you should be fine. Because I feel like we have receivers that can match up exactly like Michigan's can. So, right. they just took advantage of downfield throws and let the receivers make plays. That's what we do best. And then if you're able to push them around up front and let your guys run, I don't see them stopping us. No, really I'm with don't. you. Um, but offensively, I mean, they have a pretty good offense. Like you you were talking about, um, failure, uh, WAP. I cannot believe that's his name. Um, He's good in space. Yeah, he's He's got 69 receptions, um, just over 1,000 yards, only five touchdowns. Um, Wow, I did not see that. Yeah. That's that's encouraging, I guess. Yeah. They're not able to – I guess, and that's probably a lot to do with people people keying on him too. Right. So Yeah, and he's in the slot, so it's not like he's just on one side of the field. Right. Right. Um, 
but yeah, their their offense averages four four hundred forty three yards. Um, that's second in the Big Ten. You know, three hundred eight passing yards per game. That's fourteenth uh, in the nation. So they're going to try to throw it all over the field. But I I, I think it's going to be a big challenge for our secondary for our linebackers and coverage. But I also think it's going to be a good opportunity for you know I think the best player on the field, and that's Darrell Taylor. Just yeah. for him to to pin his ears back and go get a quarterback who's, you know, their their offensive line's going to be good, but I don't think they're any better than some of the offensive lines we face. No, absolutely not. That that's a good thing about bowl games in, in terms of being in the SEC, being in a conference like this. It's not a big drop off, which it's not. Again, Big Ten's picking up, so it's not drastic for Indiana. But you've played a grind of a schedule, and and now it's, it's not going to be any more difficult. That's that's why you play tough schedules when you get into games like this because you want to be the better team. Yep. Um, but so defensively, who, who has who's your defensive MVP for tomorrow for the balls? Defensive MVP. Mm. I mean, there's a there's a lot to to say about the secondary. You mentioned who, who's your most important, right? It, that's player. you know that's that's tough. It's tough to say because you talk about. The secondary, they're going to have to do a really good job of, of keying on Wap, Pillior. Mm-hmm. But that also is going to rely on it, a lot to do with Darrell Taylor. Yeah. Can, can he put pressure in? Because that makes the secondary's job even easier. Um, but our whole defensive line, too. And, and But, yeah, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go. If it's Schamberger going to be over top him, I'm going to go Schamberger. It's going to be – it's going to take more on him because he is in the slot. They're going to try to get quicker passes out to him. You've got to do a good job – controlling him at the line of scrimmage and moving him where you want him to go Um, and try to keep, try to mess up some timing of routes. Cause it's going to be, especially in situations where they need yardage, um, third downs, long second downs, they're going to look to get the ball out of, uh, uh, is it young starting for him? His hands quickly Mm -hmm. and into Fillier's hands. So it's, it's on Schamberger and how, what can he do at the line of scrimmage? I don't think Daryl Taylor or is it Peyton Ramsey? Is is that it? Yeah. That's a quarterback. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I was thinking Peyton young. Um, but you're, you're right. Uh, but yeah, they'll look to get the hands, the ball out of his hands quick. So I think it's more so on the secondary and, and Schamberger than, mm. than Daryl Taylor. Who uh, you got though? I, I would, I would probably say, you know, I kind of agree either, either one of those two. Um, so I'll, I'll go kind of like, cause in bowl games, you usually have some guys that step up mm. that you didn't really mm. notice over the year or, you know, just kind of off the wall guy come in and just perform well. You know, he's had a ton of time to practice, get used to, you know, get his legs underneath him. He's had the whole season. It's kind of a grind. He's had time to rest. I'm going to go Daryl Middleton. Okay. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Daryl Middleton. You know, he, he clogged some holes, and I, I feel like he has an opportunity to maybe, um, you know, he's a big – he's like 6'7". So he's a big like, body. Yeah, he can get kind of in the way of – right. Um, some passes in, in in those lanes right across the middle. So I, I think Daryl Middleton will be my I like it kind of off the wall pick. Okay. Offensive, offensive MVP. Um. Hmm. Again, I feel like it's I, I don't know what we'll do in the first half without you know that that comfort blanket being there. Um, I don't think it's a big loss by any means. Don't get me wrong, but I, I think. I think it's gonna rely a lot on our run game, and that again, that gives me—is it gonna be? It's gonna be more on the offensive line, um, or more on the running back. I, I don't. I, well, the running back, you know, whoever we go with, I, we don't even know who the number one's gonna be. Do they yeah. go back to Eric Gray after Vanderbilt, or does Tim Jordan start in the majority of touches? Mm-hmm. Todd Chandler. I mean, they're so different. So I'm just gonna say a Tennessee running back. That's Chandler Gray or. Um, Chandler, or or Chandler, them as a whole, yeah, just by Jordan. committee. But yeah, but I think it's I think it'll be one specifically. You, I mean, typically they go by committee, but yeah. you're seeing one get the bulk of the carries, and I, I just don't know which production. one. So I can't say a name right. confidently because I mean it's the most game to game thing I've ever seen, and we've had several guys have good games. Ty mm-hmm. Chandler, Tim Jordan, and uh, Eric Gray, all three had one game, a good game at one point. Yeah. Um. So I don't know which one, but it's gonna. I think it's gonna take a lot for them. I, I the way our offensive line is playing, I'm, I can confidently say they're gonna play well. Can you take advantage of the holes? Can you create plays when you got one man to beat? Um, whether that be at the line of scrimmage or in the secondary, uh, you know, take take advantage of, of what they give you, and, and I mean, just grind it out. 
when I think control, I want to see us control games more often. Mm-hmm. So start with a team that you should be able to do that against. That's the scariest flyover. I'm sorry. I don't mean to, I don't know if you remember the battle at Bristol. Yeah. You may not remember kickoff very well. Cause I know we, we, uh, consumed quite a bit of alcohol before then. Yeah. Uh, but they had a B 52 bomber. Is it B 52? The stealth bombers fly exactly. over. And I didn't even hear it until it got like barely heard it as it got, the stadium was loud as it got to the end of the stadium. Hmm. I was like, can you imagine like sitting in your village and not knowing? <laughs> and then you feel you, you actually don't ever see it because yeah, the bomb is before is. you see yeah. it. But yeah, I was like, Oh my God, that's terrifying. I would think offensively for me, I, I would probably say, you know, cause Brandon Kennedy, I don't even, we don't even know if he's going to mm-hmm. play. I, he's back on the practice field. That's a good sign. Um, but is it, is he the starting center? Do they go Jerome Carvin or do they see if Brandon Kennedy can go? Uh, I'm sure it'd be a game time decision, but, um, you know, who, who is that starting center? Cause you know, that's, he makes all the calls he makes, right. um, you know, things happen up front. He, he's going to be key to, they have a huge nose guard. He's like six, six, three, 345 pounds Oof. nose guard. Um, so I mean, somebody's going to have to block him. So is it Jerome Carvin? Is it Brandon Kennedy? I think whoever starts that center position is is one to watch out for. But I, I think with Juwan Jennings out, I'll, I I want to see Marquez Callaway see another receiver step yeah. up. Yeah, J- just be utilized. You know, put him in the slot. Some he, he's a he's a matchup nightmare as well. I mean, he he doesn't have to use his body as much as um, Juwan Jennings, but he's also faster than Juwan Jennings. Yeah, I think I, I mean I wouldn't hate to see a guy like that in the slot because there there's different ways to use your speed in the slot. And yeah. I, I think even sometimes gets you more open. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, I wouldn't hate that. I, I doubt for some, I mean, for some reason we don't move our receivers around no. too often. We'd move our running backs and tight ends around a ton, but don't move our receivers around a ton. Right. But it'd be, I think it'd be very interesting to see that just because do we have a ton? I don't, we've never really utilized speed the last couple of years in the slot. It's just really been size. Yeah. So, and I mean, we don't have a ton of speed. No. That, that's why we recruited, you know, yeah. S- Guys that run four threes and, and right. four fours because we haven't just we haven't had that speed. Um, yeah, I mean I, I I'm excited about this matchup. I think it's going to be fun. It's kind of weird that you know you most people are off today and then tomorrow we got to go back to work. Right. And as soon as we get off work, then the game's starting. Yeah, it's gonna be and then it's kind of kind of strange. It's gonna be a uh, long, I hate that it's like, through the week. weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot. well. I mean, we had like you said, we had a day off. Now we're gonna come back tomorrow and then. Then the next day is Friday. Like that's a long, you're gonna have a long weekend. So yeah, I need a lot of food. I imagine you're really fat. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> We're watching the game at watching it here. Watching it here. Yeah, score prediction. Party. Score prediction. Yeah, I do actually. Um, I'm gonna go 38, 30. 38, 30. I, I actually, I, I like the score a lot. I guess I, I'd, I'd say somewhere. I, I'm gonna go uh, 34. Let's go 34-24. 10 points on the dot. I think we'll score by – I think we'll have a two-score lead, whether that's nine or, you know, 14, mm-hmm. somewhere in that. I think we'll win by two scores. Yeah. But I'll, I'll go straight 10 there. So, um, I'm excited for the game. I, You know, it's nice to be back in a bowl game and not get made fun of the entire time we – Go Vols, go SEC. No, not go – I'm not an SEC fan. <laughs> I mean, it's fun to see, like – it's fun to see the SEC teams beat up on other teams, but, like, I would much rather – them lose. Like, I would rather Bama lose. As much as it's nice to be like, huh, Michigan, like, you lost. Yeah. I'd rather. Until the national championship, I'd, I want to see LSU over Clemson. The only reason I want to see LSU over Clemson is because I don't like Dabo. Yeah. He's very annoying to me. Very annoying, yeah. Um, He's getting worse, too. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Like, like, first, when he when they first started winning, you're like, oh, man, I, I like this dude. That's a, right. that's a cool place to be. And then the more and more he talks. I'm and like, I think oh. he does, like, some good things. But, like, yeah. overall, I just find him very annoying. Yep. We're going to talk some basketball. Tennessee actually takes on LSU this Saturday. Um, before we do that, I'm going to tell you all about my friends at 865 Axe Throwing. It is a one-of-a-kind experience. It's perfect for date night, birthdays, anniversaries, friends night out, wedding parties, corporate team building events, 865 Axe Throwing, where the locals hang out. They're the first axe throwing range in Knox County and the only outdoor range in the area. They have a friendly and knowledgeable axe coaches that can teach anyone how to throw confidently and safely. Once you stick your first axe, you will be hooked. It's located only 15 minutes from downtown. And their atmosphere can't be beat. Throw axes, play cornhole, table chop checkers, mega jinga, or just hang out by the fire. They are family friendly farm fun. If you don't follow them on Twitter, do it. 865 Axe Twitter and Facebook. Um, they've got a really good Twitter account. Their their presence is, is solid. 
Um, I don't know if you've been keeping up lately. Yeah. Got a lot of good videos. Yeah. Um, I also have to tell you guys about their new offer on Thursdays during the winter months. I don't know. I, I'm assuming they'll tell us when it's up, but winter months, take advantage of it. it it's um, at least through February, I imagine. Yeah. $30 on Thursdays. So go check them out on Thursdays. It's only $30. If you don't go on Thursday, though, I can still help you out. Use promo code more important issues at check in. You get your $5 off. Go check out 865 Axe guys. Basketball. Ooh. I'm not very pumped for basketball. Yeah. It's going to be I, – I don't I don't know if I have a score prediction right now, but it's I don't think it's going to be pretty on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, luckily, like, LSU is not that great either. Right. But they look a little bit better than us, I guess. Right. Do you, do you think we see the SCOBY this week? Against LSU? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so either, but just watching him in practice, I'm like, good Lord, let's play him now. He went to the basket. <laughs> it's really funny. We only in saw practice. What, we only saw what a total of like four minutes of, of practice time. I'm like, he probably had a, like the other 126 minutes were probably terrible of practice. And we watched the four good minutes. Yeah. Hey, I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, the, it, it got Tennessee fans excited. It did get Tennessee fans, maybe overexcited. Um, I, I mean, I don't think we see him. I don't. Unless he's just really, really good, and I hope he is, uh, I don't think Rick Barnes will play him on Saturday. Yeah. But I, I do think I went away from, you know, saying he won't play. I think he will play. You think I he'll think play? He, I think he's going to have to. I mean, this year I think he will. I just don't know about Saturday. Right, right. So, uh, what time is the game? Two? One? It is at noon. Noon. Nooner, huh? Nice. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling great about this game. Uh I think this could be another 20-point loss. Um, I mean, you mentioned LSU not being great, but we just lost too much too much seniority, too much uh, – I mean, not even that many points, but we already weren't scoring a lot of points anyways. Yeah. And then you lost 10 a game, minimum. I just want to win this game because I hate Will Wade. Yeah, I don't like He Will should Wade not either. have a job. No, he shouldn't. It's absolutely it's ridiculous. Not. Um, the SEC is crap. Another thing the SEC did, you see where Cash Daniels said that he yeah. he like apologized, so he admitted he did it. Right. But right after when the video came out, he said he didn't do it. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, also, I like, don't blame him for like not really going back and correcting it, but like I can't believe they didn't punish him at all. <laughs> also, if you throw a punch, I don't care if the officials can't do anything about it or not. If you throw a punch, you should not be able to play in a bowl game. I mean, you shouldn't. If you throw a punch before a game, you should be able to play in that right. game. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's – that's ridiculous. I mean, I get – We don't have jurisdiction. Like, what? I mean, I get why, what they're yeah, – Yeah. In essence, I get what they're saying, but, like, in college football, when you have cameras like that, I don't understand. I mean, I guess – I guess you have to ask the question, when does it become part of the football game? Because like, yeah. they see each other on, like, the street the night before. Don't make any helmet-to-helmet contact, <laughs> but if you throw a punch, as long yeah. as it's – as long as it's like that's past the, an no, hour, that's, that's the smart if, thing to do. If it's before an hour before kickoff, you're fine. That's the smart thing to do because the referees can't do anything. I, I imagine there'll be a rule change this season, this off season. Yeah, um, but sure. that's the good thing. Yeah, the hour before because you've never had a you've had like scuffles and like people talking trash, but you've never had punch as far as I'm aware of. Uh, not this popular, I don't think, of punches thrown. But like Ohio State and Michigan do it every year. Like I don't know how people aren't thrown out before the game. Like they're like in, but like the referees are out there and they're in their warm ups, like jawing and like in scrums and stuff. Nothing, yeah, nothing happens. It's it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah, I mean, and in those times, I'm pretty sure the refs are out there, so I don't understand what's going on. Also, like why? I understand like jawing like across the field and stuff like that, but like you have your side, the other team has their side. Why is there? A, why are coaches letting their players go on the yeah. opposite side? That that makes no sense to me. Have some freaking control. Yeah, no, it's uh, I mean, there's no reason why Lynn Bowden Jr. is running around the entire field. Was he running around the entire field? Yeah, and that that's how it happened. Somebody said something to him, and you know he he jaws the whole entire game. So of course he, and then he swung he swings at a coach, and nothing is. Well, he didn't swing at a coach. He just pushed a coach. He did punch that dude in the face, though. <laughs> yeah. He connected. Yeah, that's... I don't know. I don't understand. 
whatever. Yeah, I mean they're never they're never gonna change. But that, yeah, LSU or Will Wade should not have a job. And is that does that guy still play there? I'm sure he does, doesn't he? I'm sure he's paying them all. There's no way he's just paying like three of them. <laughs> no way. Is he? Oh yeah, Javante Smart. That's who it is. It is Javante Smart? That, yeah, that, he didn't score all this year. That's the bag man. Javante Smart isn't the bag man. He gets the bags. Now he's scoring ten points a game. Hmm. Yeah, see, like they're in starting in starting their entire starting lineup of score is averaging over ten points a game. So he'll have about like twenty. Yeah, I mean, more. we're not. I mean, I'll be surprised. Hmm. Well, and then LSU is going to shoot lights out. We've got to fix our problem of over, over defending. Yeah, it's bad. I don't know what needs to happen. People get to the rim on us super easy. So easy. Well, because we're waiting on blocks all the time. Like, I mean, if someone goes at the rim, Pons is leaving his feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's not necessarily if always any, a good thing. Any shot fake whatsoever. Yeah. Just like a. And it's fun. One it's of those, it's a ton of fun when that block comes. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. But the other 30 times in the game, it freaking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun when that block comes. But, yeah, we, we've got to, we play a lot of help defense, which, again, uh, it's so weird to be complaining about that. But, like, you got to have times where you stay home. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kills you. Oregon has a ton of white guys. It's not a good formula for winning football. <laughs> Wisconsin does too, though, so I guess it's fair. Right, yeah. They're just... I'm it's excited to see John It's a good match. I'm, I'm excited to see John Taylor against the Oregon defense. I'm excited for it. Um, I don't know. you have anything anything you want to mention for this LSU matchup? I don't no, know I mean, I, I, the big thing was just like, I think we see Viscovi a lot sooner than we... I, I, I agree with that. Like I, to and probably hope to. Like... I mean, you, you want the kid to play, but you thought you wouldn't have to really burn a year. Right. But you do. Stuff. I uh, I don't know. I wonder, wonder if we'll see him against. Or man. maybe maybe it's a new year, new them, and they just come out maybe. And, and ball out. I, I mean, I still think this team has the ability to be a, a, a tournament team. I think so. I mean, it's going to take a lot. But I think there's talent there, and it's gonna we're gonna have to find a way for that talent to mesh well. Um, figure figure out the minute situation. Right now, the minute situation is weird with with losing a guy who was playing 40 minutes a game. Yeah. Um, so we got to figure that out. I think that, I mean, and they've got to figure it out in a hurry. I don't think we're not a tournament team the way we put against Wisconsin, but I, I think there's talent on there that we should be. That's offsides. Dang, bailed them out of that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm. I mean, I'm always gonna be excited for for Tennessee football or basketball. I hope they are able to work around this. I really do. Yeah, and you know, I want to say that just being in Thompson Bowling gives us an advantage. But good lord, the Wisconsin game the other day. Yeah, we weren't close enough in the game to make so it. It never got, and it's it's not ever gonna be that loud. So. Right. Yep. Unfortunate. Ready to talk some college football? Yeah, let's get into. Something less depressing. <laughs> Real quick before we do that, as a true football fan, you already know, just as sure as the seasons change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test, so why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season, so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with my bookie. My bookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most props prop bets of any sports book on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try parlay, pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet. And when they all come through, the rewards will be huge. Tired of watching the game from the couch with nothing to gain. My bookie wants to get your mind off of everything and back on the game. Best part is if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. You heard me right. Double. If you give them a thousand, if you put in a thousand, they'll give you a thousand. Let's double your initial deposit. You can use on all your favorite picks. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code C H A I R to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Go bet on some games. I haven't bet on any college football games during the bowl season. I did, well, I did a bet with Chad, but I didn't do anything on mine. Oh, you bet on this game, didn't you? I did. I bet that Wisconsin would cover, which I. I I don't necessarily think they. Ha- I mean, they they could cover. Like, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities. 
obviously, but I think they're, there's a good chance they only win by like three or something like that. Maybe something less than three. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm, check, I'm trying to check dude, his. Uh, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm very so tired. tired. It's it's last night. You you danced a lot. So I did. I, like I was walking. So we went to Chili's for lunch, and I was walking out, and I'm like, man, I'm sore. Yeah, you're. Yeah. No. <coughs> so Utah lost, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why did he pick Utah there? So he already lost his. He lost his parlay. I thought I thought he'd lose a parlay on this, but Utah did it to him. Yeah, this is uh this has been a good bowl season. Like I, I mean, I'm sure today is I, incredible. I, I, the slate I, I, of games today yeah. is awesome. I'm sure I said it last year, but this is just a really good bowl season. I really don't remember like the feeling around last year, so I can't say too much to it. But um, I definitely definitely enjoyed this season. So or this bowl season, uh, the checkerboard looked great in Jacksonville. Did you see him? I did. They look really good. Really good. We need to figure out. I don't know if it's the the grass the tax layer ball uses down there. I don't know what's on Everbank Field. Um, is it Everbank? Is the name That's, of that sounds right. Um, they did. I mean, I uh, someone I don't remember who it was tweeted at me when I tweeted it because I was like, our grounds crew needs to figure this one out. I'll give our grounds crew credit. They did a lot better this year, and they did. The field looked and played great in rain after the Garth Brooks concert against Vanderbilt. Yeah. So, but, yeah, they, they still need to work on the power tee. I think it's that white coat, man, on the, on the bottom. They, they paint the whole, yeah, the whole thing I feel white like they first. Don't, I, yeah, I feel like they don't put enough orange on it. Right. It looks almost – well, it used to look green. Yeah, now like, it, like, fades. Yeah, now it at least looks – I think they just need to put a coat on it the day of the game, personally. That's my my preference. Man, I just and I'm sure a lot of the magic has faded just growing up. But man, I remember like walking in like as a kid and like it was so bright. Everything in the stadium was so bright. Yeah. I was we were walking by the stadium to the Wisconsin game and like they just need to like paint or do something to the whole entire backside of the stadium cuz it looks off. Hopefully it'll look better with the renovations. I think cuz like you know the front where the like the kneeling, kneeling statues and stuff with mm-hmm. the brick. I think it's supposed to look all like that on all sides okay. of the stadium. That's good. Cause, yeah, because yeah, that looks the back good. Side yeah. looks Especially, well, and that's my biggest pet peeve about Thompson Boyne Arena. It's not so ugly on the inside anymore. I mean, it looks like an arena, but it looks like a nice arena. But now it looks, but the outside looks terrible, especially like from the lake. From yeah, the river. That, that color. I yeah. hate that color. I don't like the yeah. So let's let's like paint it gray or yeah. I, I don't I don't know like, just not that, that tan. Yeah, I that bet it matches Neyland. I, I can't remember what color Neyland is, but I guarantee they match. So maybe go to a brick look after Neyland's done. Um, wow, we, we've gone a long way from college football. Uh, but wait, I mentioned it earlier. I think I'm 19 and 13. Landon's 20 and 12. I'm just a game behind in our uh, bowl selection. We should have come up with a winner gets something or a loser has to do something. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know if it's too late. I'm still open to to things. Um, Do what? I'll think about it. All right. Um, I mean, we can talk about some of the games. Did you watch the Kentucky Virginia Tech game? I didn't. I was at work, but I was keeping up with it. (laughs) Again, I thought I was going to go into overtime, and then freaking Virginia Tech does the dumbest. I mean, I'll feel I've got it happen because I picked Kentucky, but I don't know what they were doing. I just don't like. I'm gonna look up the last play. I know it was a lateral. Like they tried to lateral it. I don't understand like what the corner was trying to do to to give out give up that touchdown. I mean, you know, Bowden. I guess he just didn't expect him to throw it. But like, there was 19 seconds left, and they're on like the 12 yard line. Like you can't really, you don't really have time to just run and run and run. Right. So yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a great game just to watch because it was. It was very fast. It wasn't very slow because you know, Kentucky just just runs, r- ran the ball a billion times. Um, Bowden he rushed for thirty. He rushed thirty four times for two hundred thirty three yards. See, I'm even okay with like this first pitch, like the they're running like the ESPN play. Mm-hmm. Like I'm fine with that, but like why keep laddering? You like you you have not your risk reward here is not good. Dude, I want to see a team like set it up full on rugby one time, and see if they can yeah. do it effectively. Like, just commit to like being in a straight line and running. 
I guess that's how rugby. Well, no, football deviated from rugby. Never mind. Oh well. Yeah, that's stupid. Virginia Tech. Justin Fuentes is that his name? Fuente. Fuente. Moron. Moran. Who is that? Is that Sawyer Smith? Do you no. play, bro? <laughs> Probably didn't. No. Um, Probably didn't. But yeah, I thought I thought that was a pretty good game. Um, it was, I thought it was a <coughs> decent matchup too. Yeah, no, it ended up being a really good matchup. Um, that Mississippi State Louisville game was good too. I didn't want. I didn't get to watch that. One. Didn't watch that one. Louisville had to come back. I did watch Navy. You watched Navy. You watched that Navy game. I didn't watch that Navy game. It was it ended up being a good game too, right? Yeah. Yeah, they won uh, twenty to seventeen. Yeah, you picked Navy. I picked Kansas State. And then the Texas—that was surprising. Texas mm-hmm. just blowing out Utah. God, the Pac-12 yep. is trash. They're so bad. I mean, just like the the ACC, Pac-12, and Big Twelve—they're all bad. Do I know the ACC, the Pac-12, and the Big Twelve? They're all bad. I think it's kind of one of those things like the the rich get richer and the. Oh, definitely right now. Yeah, I mean. One hundred percent. Like that's that's where all the recruits are going. Yeah, you know, you you, you get Oklahoma, get I, some, but that's that's kind of it. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to take a lot, a big shift to. I mean, because like, look at Minnesota. Are they ever going to have the talent to compete for a playoff spot? I don't think so. No. Yeah. I mean, even even like Penn is Penn State ever going to have that talent? I don't know. Wisconsin. Go 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 go. Oh, they just answered. Uh, almost oh before goodness. kickoff. I, something felt weird. I almost said, which that wouldn't have been this touchdown, but I almost said, I think this might get returned back. I saved it. I was like, nah, I don't think so. I, don't think I so. mean, whoever scores the most points, man. they're going to win, right? Yes, whoever scores. That, I mean, that's that's what comes down to these games right here. Yeah. <laughs> if the defense cannot let them score, they'll definitely win. <laughs> Dude, I hate when kickers. Like, why is a kicker all the way up there? Like, you're putting yourself in a terrible situation. And yeah. then they took that terrible angle. Yeah, that's that was ugly. Uh oh, got it. Oh, that's wow. that's that's a good way to start that game. I mean, Oregon that that is not how I thought it would have happened. I thought Wisconsin would have had this sustained drive. You and Oregon scores quickly. All the momentum that you start off that great drive with, like or, Oregon scores, like all right, we got yeah. you know we we got this kickoff <laughs> back to zero zero. Right. What about Georgia State getting absolutely twaxed by Wyoming? That makes our loss look so much worse. Is that, Wyoming is that the battle Missouri of the worst the... Tennessee losses in history? Yeah. Well, Wyoming also beat Missouri this year. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. So, um, We briefly talked about the Michigan-Alabama game. I, I was actually pretty impressed with Michigan's front seven. I, didn't, I mean, obviously, they're not they're not championship caliber either. They don't have the depth or anything to keep up right. for uh, 60 minutes, but they're they're pretty solid. Um. Yeah, the, Alabama just has way too many playmakers. Right. Do you have uh, NFL power rankings? Uh, I forgot that? to add that in, but yeah, we, yeah, can, we can do that real quick. I, I was thinking about it. I was like, it's Wednesday. I bet you meant to. I, I didn't know if you maybe had it written down. Um, but yeah, we can do our NFL power rankings. I'm excited for the playoffs. I'm excited for the Titans. I'm like, I know they're going to like let everyone else down. I won't watch the game out of solidarity with the Titans fans. Because mm-hmm. I know as soon as I hop on the bandwagon, they will absolutely suck big old just... Yeah, it'll be bad. So, I'm, I'm so not going to watch. So you're, you're helping them out. Yeah, I'm being a good fan, in my opinion. Um, but, I mean, I've always kind of cheered for the Titans. But it's hard to watch a team. We admit, we talked about this. That's not only three hours away from you, but, like, isn't good. Right. Um, but, I mean, I just, I'm just i a Tennessee fan of any, pretty much anything Tennessee, except Memphis. But I'm sure you can understand that. And Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah, and Vanderbilt. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I hope they – I mean, it's also New England. So, that makes it easier to, like, hate. Right. Like, easier to cheer for the team that's playing. Yeah. Playing them. Um, There'll be a lot of of Patriots fans, but there'll also be a lot of people cheering for Tennessee just because they're playing the Patriots. Right, right. Uh, Number one, I think our number one say the same, the Ravens. Ravens, yep. They end up winning this week? Who'd they play? Yeah, they did. Uh, They played the Steelers. Steelers, yeah. That's right. Um... Who do you got at number two? I have the Saints, actually. You have the Saints? I've got the 49ers. I have the 49ers at three. Okay. I've got the Saints at three. I've got uh I've got Kansas City at four. I also have Kansas City at four. 
Did the Seahawks lose this week? Are they going to be good with uh, Marshawn Lynch coming back? Like, cause first off, how did he not feel? Did they not drug test him like a physical or something before he played? I don't know. I mean, he had to be drunk. He had his ass out on the sidelines. I'm talking about drugs. Like, I know that man's been smoking pot. Are they have they officially removed marijuana from the banned drug banned substance? Damn near. Well, they MLB's doing it. I don't know when, but like it's gonna happen. Hmm. And they're gonna start putting opioid, opioids on it. Which I mean, say what you will about marijuana, but like opioids are terrible. God, Josh Gordon's gonna be pissed. <laughs> well, that's not the NFL yet. That's the MLB. Right. I mean, but yeah, the when, NFL when eventually do, is gonna, gonna be that like, way. what the hell? That is wild. Like, think about it. He could be one of the potentially one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. If marijuana was legal in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he could still be like a top five wide receiver in the but he's failed. I mean, I guess he potentially could have failed other drug for other for other drugs, but yeah, but that that, that would, would still be illegal, right? But yeah, that could shift. That could have shifted his entire career. Yeah, it's insane. If it was just, not saying like if he didn't do it, but if it was legal, couldn't stay off the weed. Yeah, he may he may not need to if he had come through ten years later. <laughs> so do you have at five? Uh, I got Green Bay. I have. I have the Patriots. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Ooh, keep you're just like you're just there. buying into the playoff Patriots right now, aren't you? Yeah, I mean you know they're gonna I'm, you know they're gonna end up put some money. I wonder what their odds are. Let's look that up. What their odds are to win the Super Bowl right now? You might need to go put some money on that. Are you are you saying they can't win a Super Bowl? But you still think they're probably one of the top teams? I, like they're kind of like Alabama. Like I, I you can't bet against them. Yeah, you'll never be able to bet against them just because they'll always break your heart. So what do you think? Like where do you put them at? When at the uh, so Patriots are twenty to one. Hmm, I may go put some money on it because Ravens are two to one, which is insane. Yeah, that's insane. I don't know. I, I mean, if anybody's gonna do it, it's Bill Belichick, right? And if, if they beat the Ravens, they intercept it. They did. Wisconsin intercepted it. Did you see Brody wearing a Tennessee? He's just wearing a shirt. I guess it's cool, but I was like, you need like a jersey and like a hat. Like you need as much orange as possible. Yeah, you need to like go all out. Yeah. Commit. He was singing Rocky Top terribly at a tailgate. Yeah. It was I pretty did, bad. I, I did see that. I, hope, I guess you would. I was like, I hope you're listening to this, Brody, but he's at the game. <laughs> he might be listening. <laughs> he, may, he may be. Yeah, one of our buddies is at the uh, I mean, the Rose Bowl is wide Bowl. open, so hopefully it has pretty good. Should have some. Dang. Plasma. I mean, that. Did he jump that high or was that ball that low? See that I mean that's that's something Daryl Middleton Middleton yeah. Middleton could do um tomorrow. Right. I'd love to Just see jump it. up and hit him right in the nose. I'd love to see it. Hey, we got four games picked for uh Sunday. You wanna do that? I guess I got away from college football, but I forgot. Yeah. You wanna do that? Um so in the Ticketmaster Birmingham Bowl, Boston College and Cincinnati. Boston College and Cincinnati. Um, I'm going to go Cincinnati. Uh, I'll go Cincy, too. And then in the, obviously, a Tennessee-Indiana game, or I'm going to go Tennessee in the tax layer bowl. Go Vols, baby. Go Vols. Oh, yeah, you already picked. I don't know why I waited on you. <laughs> what was your 39-30? Yeah. Um, In the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, is that in Boise? Do you know? Like, they played at Boise State? Yeah, they do. Uh, Ohio, Nevada. I'm going to go Nevada. Are you going, is it Malik? I don't know if Malik's starting or not. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I'll probably go. I don't know if I can bet on the match, though. What's the line? I don't know. It's Ohio by eight. I'm going to go Ohio. Ohio? Yep. All right. And then in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Southern Miss and Tulane. Um, I'm going to Tulane. Go Green Wave. I'm uh, I'm Tulane as well. Big JJ McCluskey guy. Yeah, exactly. He's a still a very very and there's there's a, a South. No, Bull. don't ever throw that South yeah. Bull player to there. Yeah, yeah. Tonquez. So when uh, I guess he was coming in to check on Tonquez. No, I guess he was just checking on other players. Uh, he was down on the he's down at spring practice. I mean that dude is still very very fit. JJ McCluskey. Yeah, very. I mean scary fit. Like he could definitely he could he could play like in the AAF or whatever AFL. Oh yeah, right now. What is it? The AAF? 
AFL? Arena football. No, no, the the oh, one that the... disbanded. Yeah, it was the AAF. No, something. You ready to do some segments? Yeah. Can you tell you got blue chew? I will, yeah. Blue chew. Guys, remember the days when you're always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color, brings you the... Good Lord. Brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or not, on a full or empty stomach, and since they are chewable, they work up twice as fast as pills, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Pun intended. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. They're prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package to no in-person's doctor visits, no waiting in a pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. of A, baby, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, you can get a special deal. Go to BlueChew.com, get your first shipment for free using the promo code ARMCHAIR. Again, that's promo code ARMCHAIR for free. You can get or free shipping. Actually, you have to pay the $5 shipping. Oh, I'm messing this all up. And get your <laughs> first shipment for free. Again, that's BlueChew.com. Go check them out. They're better, cheaper, faster. The only option. That's that's your only option. Better, cheaper, faster. Hey, something's free. You didn't mess it up. You knew something was free. Something was free. You're yeah. getting something for free. Uh, yeah, go check out Bleacher, guys. Don't be don't be freaking out when the, when the time rises. Yeah. I love it. Is this the SEC? No, it's Big Ten's. I love the SEC promo with the Tyler Childers song, All Yorn. It's awesome. Um, Jumbotron. So we're doing our uh, best Tennessee moments over just this year. So uh, let me see if I can get back into the show here. Tell us your favorites. Uh, any any good ones that I like a lot, I'll, I'll read aloud. Um, for me, my very first one was just everything around it. It was a really good weekend other than losing. Um, but the Kentucky semifinal. Uh, okay. SEC semifinal, man. What a fun game. I was at Fieldhouse Social, which is a great place to watch basketball games. You need to go there this year to watch if you aren't just remembered. Um, really good crowd. And like, I ended up in the bathroom or in the bathroom lawn watching it because of superstitions. So Fair. It, was, it was very fun. And then obviously you beat Kentucky in a very, very exciting fashion. Yeah. A Lamonte dagger, right? The dagger. <laughs> that man's just clutch. Right. Whenever Absolutely. you need a point, he's going to get it for you. Um, my first one is the the stand against Kentucky. Okay. Um, just Daniel – you get Henry Toa Toa that stops him on third down, then on fourth down, Lynn Bowden keeps it. And uh, Played Juan excellent. Blakely and, and Daniel Batuli stop him in his tracks. Yeah. For the win. And we got to go to that game. So, yeah, that a lot was – fun. Them orange britches, baby. <laughs> Something about them. Uh, my next one, the South Carolina game and then just the season after – and. I don't know if I said this, we kind of briefly spoke about it, the end of this season, but man, I mean, obviously you want the team to win on, on Saturday, but regardless, you've got to be really, as a fan, first off, I don't, I don't think if you're, I understand not being like content with a seven and five, eight and five, seven and uh, six season. Like I understand not being content, but man, you got to be like really proud and happy for the guys to lose those two games that they did at the beginning of the year. And to, you know, I know we got kind of a favorable schedule and matchups at the end, but to battle back in a tough conference and to to bounce back from that, you got to be proud as a fan. Like, you have to be. Yeah. Um, what they were able to do. And uh, so that game just felt like a turning point. It kind of, like, in that game, I was always waiting on something bad to happen. Like, as a Tennessee fan, something bad's going to happen. Something bad's going to happen. And just – we played a really, really clean football game overall mm-hmm. and made a lot of big plays. And it just – it was really, really fun to be a part of it. Um, it really felt like – I mean, it was the turning point. But it also – again, as a Tennessee fan, I'm hesitant. I'm like, oh, what's going to happen next week now? Yeah. But it just – looking back, that feeling around that game and then that game, it was huge and pivotal in what we did this season. And it was an awesome – I mean, that game was an awesome moment. And then, obviously, the outcome was, was awesome. That's actually one of mine as well is just that South Carolina win. You know, you, you think of Juwan Jennings and his long touchdown pass where he broke like three tackles to get into the end zone. Um, but, yeah, yeah and, and you're talking about just this season. You know, we look – I, I kind of compare it to the 2016 season because they were so, like, weird. 
mm. um, because Tennessee was on a five-game win streak and got into the top ten uh, ranking. And then we know how that season ended. And now this year you win five games in a row fighting for a, a bowl game and, you know, just fighting to keep to, – to have any momentum going into next year. Right. Um, and, and you do that. And it's it, it's kind of crazy how – you know, both of these, both of those seasons kind of played out. Um, but I think we can all agree you'd rather have the ending we did this year than that 2016 team. Yeah. I mean, because it, it was just like, oh, we're so good. We're so good. And it was just like complete disappointment. Right. Whereas at the first, you know, it was complete disappointment. But then you kind of like, you made the best of it. Yeah. We're going to have to find a way to put it all together. But yeah. It's uh I agree with you. I mean put the cherry they, on top tomorrow. They remember what you do in November. Yep. So um So that was your second that was your second one? Yep. Uh my last one. A little shout out to the the baseballs, Tony Vitello. Oh. Them going to uh regionals. Okay. Yeah. Uh it. it was really cool to see like I mean, I understand like people are like I mean, if you want to call Tennessee baseball fans fair weather, we're not the LSU programs, we're not the Mississippi State, the old Miss programs that you know, consistently that are baseball programs. Mm-hmm. I mean, our baseball program's trending in the right direction, but we're not a baseball program. But it was really cool. Um, and we do have people. I mean, there are people in this fan base that go out and support them at every game and at every tournament or whatever. Yeah. But the majority obviously doesn't. And it was awesome to see, like, the whole – it felt like there were a lot of people that rallied around that. I remember I went and watched – at the end of the season, I went and watched an SEC baseball game, a tournament game at, at uh, I think, Bearden Field – or Bearden uh, – What's it called? The beer market. Beer and beer market. Beer, beer. So, like, they had the game on. Like, you know, and that's I feel like that's abnormal for somewhere like there. And it's just, I feel like a lot of people were interested in what the baseballs were doing. And I think there's, I want to see that program come back because I, I first off, I want every Tennessee team to do well. But I just think it'd be really fun to be, have chances to go to Omaha and super regionals and host super regionals and things yeah. like that. So, how does the super regional hosting work? Is it picked out beforehand or is it the team? Dang, that was a big hit. Is it like based on the team that's there? So the or top, regionals, I guess. Sorry. So regionals, the top sixteen. Like it's not March Madness where they already have the sites selected out, right? No, no, no. Okay, so yeah. the top sixteen hosts. Okay, and then Super Regionals is like March Madness, right? Like it's placed out because we were going to play in a Super Regional in Atlanta. Who would we have played there? Um, I don't. I don't know how. Well, let's start winning games so we have to figure out that process. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you talked about how, you know, the fans got behind uh, the baseball team, you know, when they were making that postseason run. And that's any, like any Tennessee team, you know, volleyball, anything. The it, fans are the fans are so great they're going to get behind whatever it is. It, does, it doesn't get overlooked if you win. Like at some schools, volleyball, baseball winning might get overlooked, not at Tennessee. No, so. no. Uh, so my last one is actually beating Florida at Florida in basketball, and then the chomping after Grant Williams. And, oh yeah, and all them chomping after. I, that's freaking awesome. Oh, that's that's a good moment. That's all. Anytime you beat Florida, it's a really good moment. Yeah. So. Oops, stupidity. I don't know if I have any uh, stupidities here. Hope I, I have do. a couple. I actually have a you couple from the same stupid, person. Oh gosh, a lot of stupid people rolling around, huh? Yeah. Um, my first one is Barstool Sooners. Says Joe Burrow is just Baker Mayfield with a defense. Yeah, no. I like I like Baker, but that's just not true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like I legit believe Joe Burrow is like one of the best quarterbacks to ever play college football. I mean he's gonna Especially go, this season. Definitely he's the best this season, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Or I mean like just like maybe not if you look at longevity of his college career, I don't know if you would say he's, you know, one of the best ever. Right. That's tough to play, say for sure. But, you know, this season in, you can't a, deny anything that he's done. He's put up more numbers than. If you took them all like single seasons, he's probably the best single season yeah. of any. Yeah. Yep. It's got to be close at least. I don't have any, so you just you keep rolling them off. Okay. So then uh, Preston T. Pfeiffer um, said, anyone who says OU is blown out by LSU – must not have actually watched the game. We watched the game. We saw the score. OU got them cheeks clapped. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. 
And then he said, apparently people only care about the scoreboard. Interesting. I mean, yeah, that is at the end of the day, all we care about. Yeah. That's, that's blown out. If you, if you lose by a large amount, that is blown out. And I think they won in like every, like category, any, every statistical category, whatever. Um, and then Antonio Brown had a lot for me this week. He was he was active on Twitter, and usually when he's active on Twitter, you're going to get a lot of stupidities and epidemic stuff. <laughs> um, so first he had the he had his workout with the Saints. So he tweeted who dat, and then the next day he says life goes on. So he like actually thought he was going to be a saint. Yeah, and then that. he said life goes on. Um, but then he also had a tweet. He said, "Boo Boo Schuster was ready." Boo Boo Schuster, yeah, Schuster was ready under five hundred. You bum, learn some respect. Interesting. I'm like, well, I don't understand what his issue was. Like, did He's you crazy, Schuster, dude. he is crazy. Literally, like, freed you up. I don't know, dude. He's he is crazy. Yeah, that man is. Whew. Um, and then John said, "I'm sure I'm going to get plenty of backlash for this, but I think that Jacob Eason is a more NFL ready quarterback than Joe Burrow." Good God, people are just stupid. <laughs> people are just stupid. I love it. Like that's just hot takes for hot takes' sake, right? Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, he's just trying to get some right, and he's like he's probably hoping like five years down the line he wins the Super Bowl before Joe Burrow, so he can. But Joe Burrow's gonna go to F in Cincinnati, and like it sucks for Joe Burrow. It does. Poor yeah, because I don't think Cincinnati has the management to ever be a good team. And then our our boy Andy VFL Bowser. There's no way he's on here. Yeah, he he made it back. So uh, God Taylor. Um. Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. He replied to somebody. They were talking about the they're frustrated with streaming a football game. Um, streaming it? Yeah, on, on crappy Wi Fi. Yeah. And he said, You're not missing much. LSU is nilating. Oh Oklahoma. my god, dude. That I think he was trying to say nihilating. You think he like said it into his phone and we're like, That looks right. Yeah, definitely. N I L A T I N G. Nilating. Nihilating. That's what exactly what he's nihilating. Yeah. Woo. Siri, how do you spell nihilating? Guys, thank you all for listening. We're going to get off here and watch uh, the Rose Bowl now. Um, excited again. We talked about how good of a college football season it has been. Uh, get ready for the um, Tennessee versus Indiana game. Falls on top. Falls by 100. Uh, I got them by eight, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, follow along with us tomorrow, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have plenty plenty of content still there for you. Uh, make sure you check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, even on YouTube, where you can listen to a podcast. You can definitely find us. We appreciate you guys listening in for us today, Saturday as well. You can sell us basketball team against LSU. Good week to be a Vol. Hopefully we can hopefully we can win them all. Yeah. Happy New Year, and go Vols. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.